everybody gather near the doctors in the house. So lend them your ears. The things he can say might even make your day. He might even help your pain go away. The doctor is in the house. The doctor is. Dr. Jerry, are you there? I am there. All right. Had a little. I'm having some technical problems, but it looks maybe I we can do the program. Well, ladies and gentlemen, good afternoon. Dr. Ron here. Dr. Ron unfiltered, uncensored, uh, with episode number two eight seven. Today we're going to be talking about uh, vegetarian diets and everything connected with them. But before we do that, ladies and gentlemen, remember that optimal health occurs by your choice, not by chance. And 91% of overall, overall health comes from our choices, our choices. So with an attitude of gratitude, knowing that gratitude brings us happiness in our life and helps us with our lifestyle, I want to thank everyone for listening. And before we get going today, this program contains general medical information. The information heard on this program is not advice and should not be treated as such. The information is not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. You should never delay seeking medical advice, disregard medical advice, or discontinue medical treatment because of information heard on this program. You are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from this program with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. That being said, ladies and gentlemen, again, thank you so, so very much. Uh, you can reach us at docronradio at gmail.com, doc, D-O-C-R-O-N, radio at gmail.com. Uh, uh, we are on Instagram at Dr. Ron, uh, Facebook page, Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored, and there you also see a post by Dr. Jerry Smith from his ICNR site. And we're just we're just there for you, and we really enjoy bringing you up-to-date medical information that you're not going to get from the mainstream or from big pharmaceutical companies uh, that you are only going to get on shows uh, similar to this one. So let's just talk a little bit about next year. This is our last live broadcast for this year, 2018. Next week, we will uh, be uh, running Dr. Russell Jaffe and his predictive biomarkers. Uh, this was a program that was very, very successful, and uh, we will have Dr. Jaffe on in January, time to be determined. Uh, but he, his goal is to live to 120 and dance at his, at his party. 
And he has a system about eating, drinking, and thinking, and doing, along with his predictive biomarkers that we will be discussing. Dr. William Wong, the famous, infamous Dr. Wong, will be back talking about how to avoid estrogen from birth to grave, because as he has informed us, estrogen is the cause of 90-some percent of cancers in this country. So we're going to be talking to him. We're going to be talking to Dr. Kalish, who teaches functional medicine, and his functional medicine program is so important and so popular that they're now offering it at the Mayo Clinic. We're going to be talking to a Dr. George next year. Dr. George uh, is a naturopathic Ph.D., and we will talk about uh, herbs and mushrooms and how they can influence your life. And Dr. Jerry already has had some great uh, experience with with the mushroom he's taking. He'll tell you about that. And we have some other guests uh, that we're just waiting to uh, see if they will uh, come on the program. So, ladies and gentlemen, we are in all over the world. Our our program is heard in the United States, 85% of listeners, Canada, 7% of listeners, Ireland, 2% of listeners, and Australia, the balance. So uh, we thank you for listening. And if you don't hear us live on Tuesdays, you know, you can get us on iTunes or any of the podcast platforms uh, that are out there. Even uh, uh, the Ford Motor Company has has TuneIn Radio and iHeartRadio, and we're there. If you ask Alexa to play Dr. Ron Unfiltered Uncensored Podcast, Alexa will find it for you through its Blueberry Connection. Wow. So that's a lot. So thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I really appreciate it. And before I go on, I have to, there's a few things I have to mention, because as I just told Dr. Jerry, it's in my DNA. We talked a little bit about that Zofluza, that new uh, drug for uh, uh, the flu. It, it costs 100 and some bucks for a, a pop, and it may uh, decrease the, the flu symptoms by 26 hours, which is a little better than the $150 pill Tamiflu, which uh, decreases by about uh, 20 hours. But what was so interesting and, and confusing is that there, this study proposing this drug was published uh, in the New England Journal of Medicine in September. And uh, it seemed like right after that article, that was a catalyst for the FDA to approve it. Uh, but what I don't understand and what, what I'm having trouble with is that, as I said, Zufluza was shown to decrease symptoms of the flu by about a day. 26 hours, more or less. So it might be worth a try if there were no side effects. But the authors reported adverse effects with Zufluza were reported in 23 to 27% of patients in the treated group and 29% of the patients in the placebo group. Let, let me just say that again. The placebo group had more adverse effects than the Zufluza treated group. How can that be? How can that be? The adverse effects in the treated group included diarrhea, bronchitis, nausea, headache, and vomiting. Astonishingly, the placebo group had more adverse effects in nearly every category. What the heck was in the placebo that was causing so many adverse effects? You know, if you use a placebo that causes adverse effects, it allows the the pharmaceutical companies who sponsor the 
article to state that there are no safety concerns with the drugs as the adverse effect profile was similar or better than the placebo. I'm going to leave it at that so that I don't have a duct tape moment because there is no way that, that you can find out what was in the placebo. You know, what It should have just been mannitol or some, some benign substance, but there is no way and they're not revealing what was in the placebo. So, you know, I, for, I have to say keep your 150 bucks. And one other thing before we get going, I, I, I told talk to Dr. Jerry about this because he has a lot of experience in his office about it. And he, you know, we talk about our brain being under siege or our blood brain barrier being, being opened up and allowing all types of things to get into it, you know, and, and maybe Bell's palsy, Crohn's disease, autism, Hashimoto's, maybe they have something in common and I don't know the answer, but you know, when you have aluminum or mercury inside your body, the white blood cells in your body surround it because they know it's dangerous. Now, if it was a virus or bacteria, they would destroy it. But since it's a metal, they can't do anything with it. So they surround it and nothing happens. You know, it doesn't go into your urine or into your poop. They showed that in rabbits, right? So it just accumulates in your body, usually in the muscle. But guess what? You know, you have a concussion. You have a, a something uh, trauma to your immune system and your autoimmune uh, system kicks in and what happens when your body's immune system becomes activated one very important thing happens it signals for help and where does that help come from the white blood cells and guess what these white blood cells answer the call but unfortunately you know they inject metal you know we have metal in our bodies and many of the white blood cells bring that deadly metal with them, like aluminum and mercury. When aluminum is delivered to part of the body that needs help, well, bad things can happen, which causes a signal for more help, which brings more aluminum, and on and on it goes. So this is something I'd like to explore with Dr. Jerry next 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 year uh, and see wh- wh- if this makes sense to anybody else. And, in fact, he, he has an interesting case he, he just told me about. Why don't you tell them, Jerry? Yeah, basically a patient was referred to me who had multiple concussions from high school football and college sports. And he basically walked in like a zombie and a very non, non-reactive. Uh, anyway, I did a cranial adjustment on him, but prior to that, uh, I did my energetic testing. He had thimerosal and aluminum in the brain and glyphosate, which is round up the pesticide. Anyway, Right after I did the cranial adjustment, I put some, uh, what they call homeopathic SAR code. In other words, it's made to bring the organ back to normal function. In this case, I used what they call a thyroid SAR code. Well, the patient's eyes lit up like he was just reborn, and he started a conversation. When he walked in, the guy was like comatose, no talking, no response, and the wife almost had tears in her eyes, and I almost had tears in my eyes too because it took a guy that was pretty much a vegetable and just resetting the pumping mechanism for the cerebral spinal fluid in the blood to reach the different parts of the brain that it wasn't getting to revitalize this guy. Now, I'm not saying that he could have read the Constitution, but the bottom line is he was able to speak legibly and audibly, you know, to which was like, Dramatic. Anyway, that's my two cents worth. And I think a lot of this dementia and trauma 
and deficits that are occurring, one of the main components is a physical abnormality of an uh, unsynced motion of the skull with breathing. Anyway, that's my two cents. Well, again, ladies and gentlemen, these are, these are topics and ideas that are not discussed on the evening news or any place or the paper because, uh, you know, our pharmaceutical friends are not looking to cure anything. They're just looking to control it so they can sell you more and more drugs. All right. I think uh, you know that next week will be Dr. Jaffe. The week after that is a holiday, Christmas Day. Uh, the week after that, we will be back, we will be back live, uh, and uh, hopefully uh, with not too much weight gain. And if you stay to the end of the program, we may have some tips for you how to survive the holidays. So I found a diet that, that really fits in with today's topic. It's called the Engine 2 Diet, number two, Engine number two diet. It was developed by a former firefighter, uh, and he did it so he could lose weight, okay? At 55 years old, this Texas firefighter's name is Rip Esselton, and he really looks like an all-American swimmer and a professional right out of college. And we're supposed to believe that it's because of of an approach to eating he calls plant strong. How do you translate that? This ex-fireman is a vegan, and he wants you to be one, too. The story behind this Engine 2 diet is, is that when Esselton's fellow firefighters were struggling with their cholesterol, the whole engine gave up meat, the whole, every one of them. And reportedly, everybody lost weight and lowered their cholesterol. Of course, studies have shown there's no relationship between cholesterol and how long you live. And actually, we have done a program that shows the higher your cholesterol, the longer you live. And sure, you'll lose weight by starving your muscles of protein that they need for fuel, but is that the idea? Does that sound like a good idea? So, Esselton has quit the fire department and launched an empire around this feel-good story. He has a best-selling book, a subscription-based meal planner, and every firefighter, fighter, current, former is a hero in my book, but this program is just a lot of anti-meat propaganda, in my opinion. Esselton does get a couple of things right. He starts by having you cut out all processed and refined foods. And who can, who can argue with that? But everything goes off the rails from there. I'll just list uh, five things that I think he's done wrong. No meat and dairy. No oil. No essential oils. Starches, they're allowed. They're allowed. Soy. Well, we're going to talk about a little bit about soy because that's a, a staple of the vegetarian diet. This meat and dairy replacement is soaked in cancer-causing pesticides like glyphosate, and it's hormonal. Dr. Jerry will talk about that. And he he uh, he allows canned foods, but even canned beans and tomatoes are swimming in toxic chemicals. Like how we how do we we talk about it? BPA. As, as a hormone disruptor. So, ladies and gentlemen, you can't deprive yourself of your body's most essential building blocks and expect to be healthy. If you're eating a standard American diet, there's a high chance you're not getting enough mineral potassium in your diet. Likewise, the risk is high you're not getting enough choline, and there's a 66% chance you're not getting adequate vitamin K. 
but it's even harder for vegetarians and vegans to get all the nutrients they need compared to other diets. Getting enough nutrients is harder for vegetarians and vegans because their diets do not contain many food groups that are high in absorbable nutrients. So if you're a vegetarian or a vegan and you care about your health, I want you to consider what you hear today. And I understand a lot of people choose these diets uh, for health, but hopefully we can show you that maybe this is not the best strategy if health is your only goal. So this is, uh, it, it, it is a myth. There's, a, there's a, a story about the evolution of this myth. I'm not going to go into it because Dr. Jerry has some really good stuff planned for you. Uh, but some people, their health degenerates quickly on a vegetarian diet. Others, it takes a little longer. So with that, uh, I'm going to turn the program over to Dr. Jerry. And uh, Dr. Jerry, how many people in this country do you think are, are vegetarians? Uh, more than you realize. It kind of shocked me uh, when I read the statistics. Is approximately six to eight million adults in the United States eat no meat, fish, poultry, according to a Harris Interactive poll commissioned by the Vegetarian Resource Group. I mean, that's a big number. Um, there's also Several million more have eliminated red meat, but they still eat some chicken or fish. And two million become vegan, which is extremely um, restrictive. Basically, no animal-based products such as milk, cheese, eggs, or gelatin. So that kind of like, uh, there's a big, I call it a religion, to be honest with you, that they subscribe to the, the big carrot, you know. And uh, But when you start to look at the facts, you really have to question your, your choice of the food selection. So that's a lot of people that are vegetarian. Are there, are they kind of, what are the varieties? We don't have to go into all of them, but mainly it's vegans and vegetarians, right, or are there others? Well, there's all kinds. There's breathitarians, so you just kind of breathe your way through life. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, all kidding aside, there's lacto-over vegetarians. They don't eat meat, poultry, or fish, but do eat eggs and dairy. And there's lacto-vegetarians. They eat no meat, poultry, fish, or eggs, but do consume dairy. And then there's ovo-vegetarians. They eat no meat, poultry, fish, or dairy, but do eat eggs. And there's partial vegetarians. Um Basically, I'm a secondhand vegetarian because I eat grass-fed beef. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, in all seriousness, I came across an incredible interview with a woman by the name of Lear Keith. You could look her up on ICNR.com. There's a link on there that uh, she's interviewed on her book called Vegetarian Myth. Now, here's a woman that was 20 years a vegan. <clears throat> so she's talking from personal experience. And you, you got to listen to this thing because if you are a vegan or you're a vegetarian, uh, you know, the problem is it's not going to hit the fan until at least about three years. And that's when the body starts to show the deficiencies and, uh, you know, with the joint pain, with uh, fuzzy memory, um, you know, headaches, muscle uh, spasms, and so forth. So you really got to start waking up. Now, the interesting thing in my research, uh, you know, I looked up about some people, Weston Price, Francis Pottinger. Weston Price was a top-known dentist, and Francis Pottinger was a, a medical doctor, an anthropologist. And in the 1930s, 
they traveled around to numerous tribes of 14 different uh, races all around the world, hunter-gatherer, prim, modern primitive hunter-gatherers people. And they did not find one group living on a vegetarian regime. So that kind of tells you something. Um, <clears throat> the key is, yes, you will feel better when you start a vegetarian diet. I know in 1980 I went into macrobiotics. You know, I cut out all meat and stuff and just eating tofu and vegetables and brown rice. And let me tell you, first three months, it was incredible. Uh, I went from 154 pounds to 130. Um, my dandruff disappeared. My greasy skin disappeared. My adult acne disappeared. But by the end of the three months, I would have killed for a piece of roadkill, a good piece of meat, and I did, and I felt so much better. But here's the reasons why you got to start questioning vegetarianism. First of all, it's very, very difficult to get complete proteins, uh, minerals, and, and vitamins and D3, you really have to have an extensive knowledge of food composition and nutrition. And, you know, in today's fast-paced society, people get home, they're not going to open up the nutrition book and start selecting what foods you're going to eat that night. It, it, it's just not practical. Um, many vegetarians rely on soy, as Dr. Ron said. Well, soy is, is 90% of it is genetically modified, and it's actually a poison. Uh, the bottom line is it, it suppresses thyroid function, and that's a biggie. Um, you know, it also is high in phytoestrogens, and as Dr. Ron mentioned, I think 95% of all cancers today are estrogen sensitive. So eating soy, you're you're going to feed any type of cancer that may be forming in your body. <clears throat> the other interesting thing is you're not going to get a complete protein in the vegetarian uh, selections of food. That's what you got to eat meat once in a while. You know, you don't have to eat it every night. If it's three times a week, great. And also, very, very important, the fats that are present in the red meat enable you to absorb the minerals. Without the minerals, your bones are going to fall apart. And that's what Lear Keith, you know, drove home. She said after 20 years of being a strict vegan, she said she has intractable pain, she has spinal problems, joint problems, deformities from lack of minerals. And she's going to suffer for the rest of her life from the poor choice that she made for 20 years. So listen to the interview. I mean, this woman has done her homework. She gives you the scientific fact behind what the heck is going on. Um, and the other thing, you know, like the Moonies at the airports, I remember I almost joined them one time when I spent three days in the hospital with my wife. You know, they put you on a carbohydrate diet. You, you'll follow the Pied Piper to the river. Um, high carbohydrate diets raise insulin. Insulin causes inflammation. Inflammation causes fibrosis. So it's, it's basically going to age you much faster than your normal time clock. So that's a real important you know, concept to understand. High-carbohydrate diets are devastating. And, also, and Dr. Terry, you know, has it been your experience, has it been mine, because uh, like you, I was, we, my wife and I were macrobiotic, and we were vegetarian for a while. But, you know, you, you crave sweets. Oh, and yeah, because your blood sugar, yeah, you, you get a problem with blood sugar, and so you got to eat more carbohydrates to keep it going. And you're eating junk though. You're eating you're eating chocolates and you're eating candy uh, to keep yourself going. All right, you're skinny, but you're not healthy. Correct. And the other misleading component is the fact that 
the hormones that are present in vegetables can withstand very high temperatures and they're still active. So the reason why they don't tell you about these because these hormones cause infertility and outright sterility from the plants, from the uh, phytoestrogens. So the bottom line is, you know, you've got to really dig into the facts and not just look at the sizzle on this stuff. Um, yeah, weight loss can be fast, but again, I, like I said, I went from 154 to, to 130, and, you know, I felt great. But, boy, after a while, I was waking up in the middle of the night, running downstairs and, and drinking soy milk because I was addicted to it. You know, it releases the endorphins up in your brain, and, you know, that's an addiction, basically. So you'll see, you know, you give it a try, but add in a little bit of meat, a little bit of dairy, and you'll, it'll go a long way to maintaining your health. Also, let me let me let me just sure. just, it just just accentuate what you just said because the soy protein is a protein that all vegetarians they they list as a high quality one. But I want to just emphasize what Dr. Jerry said. Soy, ladies and gentlemen, has an enormous amount of drawbacks. Because, A, he's, what did he say? It increases your estrogen level. It's a GMO crop. It's high in glyphosate. Glyphosate causes cancer. It's also high in polyunsaturated fatty acids. So you have a lot of things going against you with this, the soy that you're trying to replace as a good protein. So uh, that's my two cents before Dr. Jerry moves on. Well, I'll give you my five cents worth. <laughs> Female children fed estrogens in soy formulas and products hit puberty very, very early, even as young as six or eight years of age. Uh, pregnant women eating soy products may uh, affect the sexual differentiation of their children. Studies show that malformations of the reproductive tract of, or, of offspring born with both male and female sexual organs, because it screws them up. Uh, soy has phytin. Uh, which takes essential minerals such as iron and zinc and magnesium out of the body before it can get absorbed. Um, it, it's just unbelievable. A 7,000-man, 30-year epidemiological study done in Hawaii shows soy is connected with a higher rate of vascular dementia, Alzheimer's ah. disease. I mean, uh, the, the facts are on the table. You just have to flip the rocks. Um Children. And I think I, I think that's what's important, yeah. and that's that's an important point. These are facts. This isn't uh, a religion. These are facts, uh, scientific facts, not just something made up by uh, a group of people that say vegetarianism is good. These are facts. They can be checked. Yeah, the other interesting observation is that children on a vegetarian diet tend to be smaller, and many have learning difficulties, again, because of the thyroid. When, when your thyroid's not working, your brain can't function properly. And the people on vegetarian diets have a false sense of security. They stop eating meat, and they say they feel better, yeah, for the first three years. I had a, yeah. a, a good friend, 27 years later, on a vegan diet, he calls me up, and he says, Jerry, I got bilateral detached retinas. I'm fatigued. I feel horrible. Anyway, he came in, I evaluated him, and I said, Barry, you got to start eating some roadkill. And three days after he started eating some animal protein, he called me up. He said, I, I feel so much better. You know, people, you, they don't equate the carbohydrates and the sugar, uh, you know, extremes, high and low, to 
the diet that they're eating because they don't have enough knowledge to interpret it. Um, the problem is when people say, oh, I can't handle the meat. Uh, it you know, makes me nauseous or heartburn, or, and that's because they don't have enough hydrochloric acid and digestive enzymes to mm. handle it. So you know, plant-based digestive enzymes and betaine hydrochloride will take that uh, problem away very quickly. Um, the other big thing is you don't really get the nutritional value out of the vegetables for the simple reason we can't digest the cellulose uh, that that readily. Um, it's because we're lacking a cellulase enzyme that needed to digest the fiber. So, you know, you, you're not going to get the vitamins and minerals that you need and wind up with dietary deficiencies. Yeah, um, and you don't get and you don't get the amino acids, correct? Correct. You, you say you can't repair your body, so you get damaged and you get these false repairs with, you know, uh, keloids scarring. Um, the other big, 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 big one is vegetables do not supply the DHA, the decosahexaenoic acid, and the EPA, the echosaptanoic acid. These are two essential fatty acids. They're crucial for heart health, especially balancing your, your omega-3s, your omega-6, and for brain health, less depression, uh, which, you know, depression is the biggest disability worldwide and you know it includes sadness lethargy loss of general interest it's apathy uh, it screws up your mood you feel horrible uh, your joint health becomes swollen joints arthritic and your skin and your hair you know lackluster anti-inflammatory issues it prevents blood clots so the key here you need the dha and the epa for the brain repair to keep the blood working better and you're not getting it in the vegetarian diet. Um, and and let, me, let, me, let me just make a point, too, because it's so important to get your saturated fats. That's what Dr. Jerry just said. And what I alluded to before and, and uh, will say again now, uh, most of the oils found in vegan products, such as soybean oil, rice, margarine, I don't know who eats, eats margarine anymore, and different vegetable oils like sunflower oil and even flaxseed oil, are high in polyunsaturated fatty acids. These are the ones that are detrimental to your health. Detrimental to your health. They're the ones that are the trans fatty acids that are in most prepackaged foods. Well, the other big myth, too, is about heart health. And there was a study done by Burr and Sweeman back in 1982, and it showed that the annual coronary heart disease death rate among vegetarians was only one hundredth of a percent lower than non-vegetarians. But they made a big deal about it, and they put out this information saying a significant correlation was found between vegetarian and mortality from ischemic heart disease, which was specially marked among men. Well, this was very, very misleading, that statement. So you really got to be careful when you hear these uh, glaring uh, you know, platitudes about vegetarianism. Um, oh, the other big thing, too, is the time to prepare all this stuff. You know, I'm not making excuses, but I was macrobiotic for six years, and, uh, you know, I wound up hiring a cook, uh, to be honest with you, because, you know, when you're busy working all day, you're not going to have time to shop and prepare it. So unless you can afford a cook, uh, it's, it's going to be strenuous. You know, cooking rice is 45 minutes. You know, shopping for all these vegetables, it's not easy. So you got to look at the practicality of carrying through this vegetarian approach. 
And that's that's really true. And, and I, again, not I, I have not really discussed this with Dr. Jerry, but when I was macrobiotic, I came in and my office manager said, I have to talk to you. I said, what, what's it about? She said, uh, people are asking me if you're dying. <laughs> and if they should find a new doctor. I said, Doris, what? They said, yeah, you're too skinny. <laughs> so I went out to uh, uh, that uh, – Meat place that was on, uh, in Center City. Uh, oh God, I forget the name. They, all they serve is is beef, and I had the biggest Pittsburgh steak rare that I could eat. <laughs> I said, "Wow!" Sounds like the big... Capital Restaurant, right? <laughs> or, 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 uh, yeah, it was Mick. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna M. I forget now. It was uh, broad and broad and chestnut, broad and walnut. I don't remember. But uh, anyway, so I, I have a similar experience, and and and. And little did I know, uh, because I hadn't researched it enough, that, that I was getting sick, and and we were eating so many grains. And grains have something else that uh, we don't talk a lot about, but they have some anti anti nutrients of one form or another, like phytic acid, phytates, and uh, when these uh, they, these anti nutrients prevent the uptake of minerals from your food. Uh, so, uh, you know, I wasn't getting everything I needed. Uh, I was good for the moment because I was young, but I was getting sick. Uh, so vegetarians and vegans rely a lot on plant foods, but their anti-nutrient consumption tends to be a lot higher, and that leads them to mineral deficiencies. And, and, and a coach of mine re- reminded me that it's not what you eat. It's what you absorb. And what did Dr. Jerry just say? How about the hydrochloric acid? It just ain't there. So uh, right because you don't have the right nutrients, minerals, and vitamin Bs to you know enable the the parietal cells to produce the hydrochloric acid. Exactly. So they 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 absorb a, they they lack a lot of absorbable amino acids and vitamins, and and the uh, the K is is really very very important. And I guess you're going to talk about that anyway. Yeah. I don't want to jump in too much, but vegan diets lead lead to high. That's why they they get more bone fractures because they have little, just not enough vitamin K. Okay, and and you need K, you need K2 to absorb the calcium. Vitamin K is a problem for bone health. So not only they're not getting enough calcium, they're not getting enough K2, and K2 is the not there to to protect your bones. And vitamin D, they don't get enough of that, and that's another vitamin that's a that's really a hormone that's important for your bones and they don't go out in the sun they don't eat wild salmon which is a great source of of d3 uh they don't get enough vitamin a and they get miserable you but dr jerry talked about being depressed they don't they don't get enough vitamin a uh so vitamin b12 that's another one i have saved so many people coming to me with signs of dementia and brain fog and they were vegetarian or macrobiotic for so long, but they, they had no B12 because they weren't using any animal f- food sources. And once I pumped them up with B12, it was just like uh, Dr. Jerry's uh, patient this, this, that he talked about. They, they came out of the fog. It's like they came out of a coma. Uh, well, the problem, too, is when you don't have the right amino acids, and and I found this years ago when I was doing mercury removal in my practice. The vegetarians got sicker more than the meat eaters for the simple reason. 
when you're eating meat, you're getting methionine, which is an amino acid that has uh, sulfur in it and double bonds. And in layman's terms, this amino acid has the capability of chelating or grabbing onto heavy metals. Well, if you don't have this in your diet, when you take out mercury fillings in patients, then their body can't detox it properly, and the darn mercury circulates around and gets into the other organs, and they actually get sicker. Yeah, that's that's really that's an important factor about the amino acids because they're not eating a complete protein. And, yeah, so uh, we had to support the vegetarians with a good amino acid formula uh, to help reduce their you know adverse reactions to you know removing the mercury. And the other problem too is if you don't have a good methionine, then you get excess homocysteine, and that's usually associated with low levels of B6, B12, and folate. Uh, you know, all essential for keeping the body working right. And again, get back to basics. You know, these fad diets, you know, these myopic views, these false uh, excuses about, you know, vegetarian being better than the meat eaters. Just listen to that, um, you know, Leary Keith interview. It, it'll, I mean, it opened up my eyeballs. And here's a woman that went through 20 years of the veganism and is going to be suffering for the rest of her life because of uh, bad choice. So anyway, well, life goes I on. Think, yeah, it's, it's really crazy. I mean, the, the facts are there. The, the, uh, a lot of people that become vegetarian or vegan, they do so because why? They think they're healthy diets. But I can give you my honest opinion that these people are under some false assumptions, but that they will get healthier by cutting out meat and fish and eggs and dairy. So, of course, when you switch, you first switch to these diets, uh, you're you're cutting out a lot of junk food, and that's a good thing. That that's a good part of it. But well, the other major problem too that um, uh, Larry Keith uh, emphasizes: you start losing bone support on your teeth and your teeth start to get decayed because when you start to suppress your thyroid with the soy, your thyroid is so important in your immune system. And and I see these vegetarians, when they come into my practice every once in a while, they have a lot of tooth decay and, and they look emaciated. And, you know, it's really pathetic. I had one fellow who was of Indian descent, strict vegetarian, and basically his teeth were falling out of his head. Uh, is because he wasn't getting enough protein to to weave the minerals into the jawbone to keep the darn teeth uh, strong. So you know when you see it clinically, uh, and and the fact that people who went through the process uh, get damaged teeth and bone, you know you can't ignore it. And and ladies and gentlemen, I you know I don't want to beat up on this, and if you want to do it, do it. But please uh, inform yourself. I, mean, I know you're probably feeling great on a vegan diet uh, because you stopped eating all the junk food and you're going to feel good for a while, but you're, you're going to end up with one nutritional deficiency or another on this, on a vegetarian or vegan diet. And these nutritional deficiencies can have real consequences for you because, you know, the studies are there that show that many vegetarians and vegans end up with mental health problems. You're more prone to get depression on these diets Nutritional deficiencies, ladies and gentlemen, do add up over time. Uh, I, I hope we made that clear to you, uh, that you will be susceptible to nutritional deficiencies. It's not a minor problem, okay? It, it's a major problem. Uh, so if you're going to change, 
If you're going to stay on a, uh, on a, on this diet, then you have to get to somebody that knows what they're doing. So if you're if you're not going to change, you're going to have to supplement uh, in order to keep your your health and your cognitive function. And you got to supplement with vitamins and minerals that you're missing out on. Uh, so that's my takeaway message: that these the, these vegetarian vegan diets are not healthy. You you miss out on choline, carnosine, all the amino acids, taurine. Now nobody talks about taurine. You miss out on taurine. You need that for your heart. You need that for cardiovascular health. Uh, but if you're going to, if you don't know that, uh, and if you're the physician that's treating you doesn't know that, you're going to be really sick in the long run. So uh, well, even a simple thing like uh, deficiency in zinc, and you know. Dr. Wang emphasized that you know zinc turns on 3,000 different enzymatic reactions in the body, and when you eat a lot of carbs, you burn up a lot of zinc, so you become deficient very quickly. And one quick way diagnostically, you look at your fingernails as long as you don't have nail polish on there, and if you see white flecks in your nails, then that's zinc deficiency from too much carbohydrate. Simple diagnostic test. Yeah, makes makes sense. And and ladies and gentlemen, I cannot stress enough uh, something that Dr. Jerry and I feel strongly about is the estrogen content of these diets, uh, from the canned foods, from the plastic, from the soy, from the GMO. It it they, it's a killer. Uh, it is a killer. So. Maybe that's a little plug to listen in in January to Dr. Wong talk about estrogen from from cradle to grave because it's it's a it's it's a real uh, hazard if soy is your main protein uh, on your diet. Well, you know, you brought up an interesting point with the estrogen dominance. I've recently had a woman that had um, menstrual migraines, and when I put her on uh, decalcium gluconate to reduce her estrogen level, her her cyclic migraines at her periods totally disappeared. So you're setting yourself up for these darn problems and no doctor is going to, you know, connect the dots on this stuff, you know, traditional doctors. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, we could, we could go on and if, if you ever want any uh, references or studies that, that back up what, what we're talking about, I'd be glad to send you a, a curriculum if you just docronradio at gmail.com, I'll send you the articles. Uh, we're not just making it up, and we're not just wanting you to be a meat eater. We'd love you to be an organic meat or eater, and we could, we could show you studies about the Mormons, the Seventh Day of Venice, and, uh, and even where I used to live in Puerto Rico, they, they eat lots of uh, fatty pork there. But they have very low rates of colon and breast cancer. You know, and they eat a lot of lechon, a lot of a lot of a lot of pork. So there are studies that that, that have been done in these populations. So uh, the fact that some vegetarians claim to have a lower cancer rate than meat eaters, uh, it, it just doesn't uh, it just doesn't pan out when you look at the look at the science. So that brings up an interesting point: the holiday season's coming uh, in the next couple of weeks. And what are some of the pearls that you have to share with our listeners, Dr. Ron? You know what? Don't start your diet at Christmas. I always tell my patients, you diet between New Year's and, and Christmas, not between Christmas and New Year's. 
that is a time of year to enjoy your family. Uh, I'm looking at the call board, Dr. Jerry, and I see a dear friend of mine who has provided me with uh, something I wish I could share with you. He provided me with a bottle of wine for my granddaughter's graduation on Sunday. That I, The more I read about it, the, I'm going to be shaking opening up this 1982 Latour. But, uh, you know, enjoy it. Enjoy yourself. And, there, are, you know, I, you, please try and control the stress. The, this running around, shopping, it just runs you down. And it, the, I live in Florida, so I'm okay with the sun. But the people in the north, they get no sun exposure, no vitamin D. And lack of vitamin D is one of the causes of, of getting the flu, ladies and gentlemen, getting pneumonia. People with pneumonia have low vitamin vitamin D levels. Uh, you know, take time out for yourself. Have a, Start out in the morning with an attitude of gratitude. Make your bed have a nice breakfast. Get good sleep during these holidays. Proper sleep is it's important for everything, okay? And, and if it's one of the, the secrets to, to a long life is a good night's uh, sleep. And tend to your gut, ladies and gentlemen, okay? Because that's where most of our immune system is. And don't feed your gut with a lot of junk food. You know, take, maybe take some extra probiotics uh, during this time. And you know what? Burn, have some essential oil like lavender to keep you calm. Nothing, I, I don't have anything esoteric to tell you about the holidays, but enjoy them. It's a time to enjoy that, enjoy your family. Try not to overdo anything. And uh, Dr. Jerry is, is, you know, I'm sure he has some real pearls. Mine are just lifestyle type of things and just enjoy yourself. Well, here's a real simple one. Practice saying no. You know, people try to force, oh, have another piece of cake or another, you know, junk food item. And just be assertive. Uh, you don't need a lengthy explanation. Just simply say no and thank you that, that you know, um, I'm satisfied. I'm not hungry anymore. So that's simple. You don't need a whole big uh, expensive course to, to learn how to avoid things like that. And the other thing is. Don't stand next to the food table when you're at a party. <laughs> Keep as far as uh, beyond arm reach length, and this way you won't be tempted to keep nibbling. <laughs> and the other, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. The other interesting ones: limit yourself to one drink an hour because it takes 60 minutes for your liver to metabolize one standard alcoholic beverage. That's like five ounces of wine or 12 ounces of beer or one and a half ounces of a 40% distilled spirits. And the other thing is I remember Joey Bishop. Many of listeners may not be old enough to remember him, but he was from South Philadelphia, Moimensing Avenue. He said, just remember, people, when you're drinking and driving, make sure you turn your radio off real loud so you don't hear the crash. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was a card. Yeah. But, but uh, you know, it, this this is a time to, to use uh, all the tips you've been getting on this show for the past year. Okay, and 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 do it. Stay hydrated. Okay, and um, you know I'm having just great success with hydrogen water, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I I can I'm not going to uh, endorse any particular one, but it I've done a lot of research and talked to engineers, and I have this type of uh, electrolytic hydrogen water. It's called SPE. Uh, it it because it's done electrically, uh, it separates out the hydrogen. It get it. it the ozone is, is getting rid of through a membrane. It's discharged uh, into the water and out. Uh, so it can electrolyze, electrolyze pure water. So 
SPEPEM membrane technology for the separation of hydrogen and oxygen. It effectively produces hydrogen but does not leave residual chlorine, ozone, or peroxide in the water. So, you know, I, we, we did talk about hydrogen water last week. I am a proponent of it. I, I just can't tell you. You know, I feel good most of the time anyway. I am blessed with, a, with good health, and I, I, I try and exercise every day and do what we talk about. But this, uh, if you're going to drink water, uh, 24 ounces a day, it seems to be the, the, the average of uh, what you need of a hydrogen water to get this molecule into your cells and keep those mitochondria going. So if you're looking for one, SPE plus PEM, SPE plus PEM, that's the one I have. That's the one that the engineers I talk to like a lot. And I think Dr. Jerry's getting one, so uh, he'll report on his experience. But, you know, when, when you talk, we talk to Dr. Jerry, you're talking about the Energizer Bunny, so it's, it's always a, a little difficult conversation. Well, it wasn't that way until I got my thyroid cooking. And uh, <laughs> you don't realize how down in the dumps and how fatigued you are until your thyroid starts to really perk. And I'll tell you, unfortunately, with the fluoridated water, you know, suppressing it, the heavy metals in our environment, you know, from the fish, you know, the tuna and the swordfish and grouper. Um, you know, when your thyroid goes south on you, and, and the other thing, too, people don't realize that medications and, and vaccines can get trapped in your thyroid, suppressing its function. And every cell of your body needs a good functioning thyroid because it, it dictates the metabolism, your, your energy. Well, that's right. And uh, good, good, clean air, clean water, really important for uh, overall, overall health. And, and, and just to make, uh, make a point again, as I did last week, your thoughts, ladies and gentlemen, you, the way you think, uh, the people you are around, uh, they are, can be inflammatory if it's negative, Okay. I told you last week, and I'm looking at my note, your diet is not only what you eat, it is what you watch, what you listen to, what you read, the people you hang around with. Be mindful of the things you put into your body emotionally, spiritually, and physically. Because the bottom line is they turn into inflammatory end products. And what is the basis of most chronic disease? Inflammation. That'll be our mantra next year. Inflammation, blood-brain barrier longevity, anti-aging, but inflammation, you'll hear that on every program next year. And I want to make one other point. Remember, lies are believed a hundred times faster than the truth. So uh, all the stuff you're getting from the drug companies, they keep putting it out there because they, if they say it enough, they know that you're going to believe it. Well, the, the, the thing to remember is don't tell a lie while you're holding a glass of water that you're drinking because water is a crystal and it'll <laughs> embed the negative energy of the lie into the water that you're drinking. Because that guy, Emoto from Japan, that was a whole science where they literally had people uh, saying positive affirmations and negative you know, statements, and then they froze the water, and you could see the asynchronized uh you know configuration of of the water where a lie or a negative thought was imprinted into it versus uh, a very positive loving statement and it really makes a difference so if you're lying at a party make sure you're not holding the, the liquid that you're drinking <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh 
All right. Well, as Dr. Jerry Elfina says, light travels faster than sound. And some people appear bright until you hear them speak. So, uh, ladies, be careful. And uh, let's just talk about next week will be Dr. Russell Jaffe talking about his predictive biomarkers. Uh, the following week is, is a Christmas holiday for us here at uh, Blog Talk Radio. Uh, the following week, Dr. Jerry and I will be back with the latest and greatest news that you can use. Uh, you know, when next year our topics will mainly be inflammation, blood-brain barrier. Uh, we're, we will have a, a, a herbalist on next uh, in January, Dr. George. Uh, Dr. Kalish, a functional medicine physician, will be on. Dr. William Wong will be back on. Dr. Jerry's working on uh, another guest uh, uh, that has to do with uh, energy uh, and and how how you know we are light energy beings. So he's working on that. So we we have a nice uh, interesting year for next year. And uh, uh, hope you can tune in. Hope you listen. Hope you support us on uh, uh, Facebook. Uh, just like us. That's important. Uh, Instagram. If you have an Instagram account, go to Dr. Ron and just give us a like. I think I'm up to a couple hundred likes right now. I'd like to get that up to a thousand. So I do have some goals for next year to get this stuff up, but uh, that would be, really be great. Um, and Dr. Jerry, of course, he's, he get, he's getting ready for a, a, a conference. When is that in March or when, when is your, your conference April. in Toronto? Yeah, up in Toronto. In April. Yeah. So he's, you know, he's, he's always working, looking for material. So it, it's really important. So, uh, uh, Get your omega-3, omega-6 ratio right. Get the good fatty acids during the holidays. Uh, and I heard, what you, are you going and, to and don't, and don't ignore the deer that you hit. Take it home and eat it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we used to do that when I lived up north. That's right. And, so anyway, I want right. to leave you with a nice little statement here. It says, cancer-like insanity spreads with civilization. Yeah, and it's very true, though. It's sad, but true. And uh, a clear conscience is, is a sign of a bad memory. So, <laughs> <laughs> now, you know what? Let me let me bring Dr. Dan here. I see his number up on the board. Hey, Dr. Dan, how are you? Oh, wait, that's Dr. Ron. That's Dr. John there. Oh, wait a minute. Where did Dr. Dan go? Oh, wait, I, it's one of these numbers. Hold it a second. Here it goes. Dr. Dan, is that you? Yeah, I had to I, got, I had Dr. John on, Dr. Howard on, Dr. Jerry. I have so many numbers on this board. I can't keep them all, all, all together. Yeah, I had, and my phone went dead on me. So I had to go get another phone. My God. Can you hear me? I, I, yeah, you sound like Verizon. I can hear you now. Can you hear me now? <laughs> <laughs> I I I switched over. You you sounded very good today from what I could hear when I was able to get on the phone. Mm. I'm still working on my uh, personal situations which you know about, Ron. <laughs> yeah. And uh that uh, causes a problem with me uh doing what I want to do, but um you had a lot of great information today. Oh, thank you. And uh I I heard many times about the vegan diet being a problem. And uh, well, if well, after you get off the junk and you stay on for a while, so I I think you're right on the money there. Well, there was an article in JAMA, and I, again, I don't like to always say this, but I mean, they just did another study on the Mediterranean diet, and it's still 
shows that it decreases heart disease and cancer. So that diet's been around you know, a long, long time. It's not a fad diet. It's not something that we were uh, spoon-fed by Dr. Ansel Keys that brought us cancer, heart disease, diabetes, you know, with the low-fat junk. Uh, and now with the vegetarianism, which to some people is more a religion than a science. They really don't understand it. They think they feel good, but they're going to pay a price down the road with nutritional deficiencies, which will manifest in physical uh, ailments. So um, the other thing we did not talk about, and we will talk about next year, is Wi-Fi and EMF, because I have said this to my friends, and I've said it on the radio. It is the cigarettes of our generation. And we're going to look back and say, why? Why did we allow so much of this electromagnetic fields in, in our environment? Why are we allowing 5G? Uh, it, 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 it has such devastating effects on, on all of us. So I guess my last word that I remembered is, please turn your Wi-Fi off at night. Yeah. Don't, if, don't sleep with the Wi-Fi on. There's, most people, you don't need to have your Wi-Fi on while you're sleeping. So, Dr. Jerry, thank you so much. Uh, thank you for a great year. Uh, You're welcome. Great, to, great time to, to this year. And uh, let me know when you get your hydrogen uh, uh, electrolyte water maker and see how you do with it. Uh, everything's going good on this end. Dr. Dan, Merry Christmas to you. And hey, to Merry Christmas. Happy New Year and anything else I forgot. <laughs> well, if we were in Philly, we could say Kwanzaa, but happy Hanukkah <laughs> and happy Kwanzaa, right? Yeah. So um, that's that's the end of it, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you enjoyed the shows. Uh, this was 287, and they are all archived. You can ar- listen to them on Blog Talk Radio under Dr. Ron. You can listen to them on iTunes under Dr. Ron Unfiltered Uncensored. You could say Alexa, play Dr. Ron Unfiltered Uncensored podcast. Alexa will pick it up. So, uh, you know, if you want to listen to some of the past shows, they're all labeled. I would recommend listening to Dr. Wong. He was on twice. I would recommend, well, next week, Dr. Jaffe's program, which was really good. And if you have kids, kids, I have an Alexa here. So now she's picking it up. Taking (laughs) over. Yeah. So, uh, oh, my God, Alexa, stop. I can't even stop it. Anyway, well, I got uh, I got to share this with you. Since Alexa took over your your background yeah. there, there was a guy. It was an advertisement. He's running around his apartment. You know, turn off my lights, shut off my TV, and he walks <laughs> out the door. And then he goes to the dentist, and he gets a tooth filled, and he's all numbed up, and he's coming back to his apartment. And it's raining like hell, and he's <laughs> saying, "Open the door, open the door," and his door won't open, and he can see his neighbor walking to her apartment, puts in the key, gets inside. He's standing outside soaking wet because the voice recognition won't pick up his voice because he's numb. (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Ron, how how do you get the Alexa to work again? What do you say? Alexa, play Dr. Ron. I don't want to say it. I'll I'll call you. I don't want to say it. She picked right up when I said that name. Right. Oh, okay. <laughs> she started playing it. Okay, All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna we're gonna uh, end end with this and 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 just again, I want, with an attitude of gratitude, I want to thank all of our listeners uh, for being there. Um, 
I have, uh, we have Dr. Wong and we have some other people that, oh, by the way, that's right. We have people who want to talk about Parkinson and we have a, 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 a longtime listener who uh, just sent me an email, just popped up and I wanted to read it. Uh, he, uh, uh, where is it? All right. It, I, I put it down, down the bottom. He wants to have a program, us have a program on, pro, on prostate. Uh, please do, here it is, please do a podcast about the prostate and prostate, prostate cancer. Treat or don't treat, biopsy or don't, nutrition and supplements recommended. So, uh, Michelle, we will do that for you next year. We will have a, a show on prostate uh, and show you some of the money that, that was made from uh, this prostate and, and cancer scheme, this PSA, which uh, was is so inaccurate. So yeah, we'll we'll do that next year. So uh, that's on that's on my list. Okay. Uh, 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 um, I've I've heard some people say that thyroid, well thyroid cancer, which is not that that malignant as we would think it would be, um, would that be in the same category as your prostate cancer that that we might be able to throw in and kind of talk about yeah, with that the a little iodine. bit? Yeah, they're all linked with the lack of iodine. Uterine cancer, right. ovarian cancer, um, prostate, and uh, thyroid cancer. The common the, denominator is low iodine. Yeah, and, so and, those and you know what? And, yeah, we do have a low uh, malignancy rate. Am, am I correct? That, yeah, it's, it's a yeah, you'll die of something else beside the the. Uh, your wife will kill cancer. you before your prostate cancer will. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> And you, you got that just, one right. just, just remember, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Dan brought up prostate cancer. I wasn't going to go, I mean, uh, thyroid cancer, but this uh, Valstarum, this, this uh, drug for hypertension, it is, a, you know, it is associated with thyroid cancer. Now, they're going to be taking it off the market because it's, it, uh, uh, it, it's been associated with too many diseases, including diabetes. And by the way, how about that diabetic drug? Ozempic. Have you heard that one? O z e m p i c. O z e m p i c. Yeah, it's an injectable diabetic drug from mm-hmm. Novo Nordisk, and uh, and they're they're spending a lot of money to turn the focus away from the threat to your thyroid. Okay, after taking this drug, thyroid. It says in the in the package insert. I made a note to myself. I'm going to talk about it next week. But thyroid tumors are possible. If you do find a lump in your throat, call your doctor right away because they are the telltale signs of thyroid cancer. It's right there in the pharmaceutical giant's own warnings. Yet, this this company, Novo Nordisk, continues to claim it doesn't know if it will cause thyroid cancer. But they admit it could, and they know exactly what type it can cause, Medullary thyroid carcinoma, MTZ for short. Oh, so, I mean, here's a drug that's out there. Uh, Jardians, how about Jardians? Sadly, you get bladder cancer when you take that one. Jardians. Yeah, hmm. how about Invokana? You can lose a leg. So anyway, I, this is the end of the show, but I have so much stuff, ladies and gentlemen. I just, I'd have to, I, I could, I could talk all day long, but this is stuff that you're not going to hear uh, in the nightly news or with one of the pharmaceutical uh, drug ads. But be that as it may, God bless you all. 
have a great holiday season. Merry Christmas. And we will see you uh, next year. And we have lots and lots of stuff in store for you. Bon see Natale. Jerry. Bon Natale. Right. Cooper's record recorded just for this show. He's a Grammy Award winning musician. So we'll just play a little bit of him and thank you again. And we will see you in a couple in uh, the first of the year. Let the doctor know what's bothering me.